Welcome to the Basilea Hollywood Podcast, a community of friends committed to the message and practice of Jesus and His kingdom. So, uh, I'm, like I said, I'm not going to talk long, just a few things. Um, and being that we're kind of celebrating Thanksgiving and, and all that, I uh, thought I'd talk about, a little bit about just, you know, the idea of giving God thanks for the good things He's done. And I think most of us recognize that that is an important part of being a follower of Jesus, being a worshiper of our God. We do give God thanks. Um, one of the reasons we do that, I think, is because God's worthy of it, because He has done good things. He deserves our honor and our thanks, and it gives Him glory to give Him thanks for those things and to recognize what He's done. And I think, if anything, that's probably the primary reason we do this, because we want to give God honor. Um, we want to acknowledge who He is and what He's done and tell the truth about Him. Uh, secondarily, I think we also should recognize that one of the benefits of being thankful is it does something in us. And while maybe that's secondary, that's the main thing I'm going to spend time talking about today. And um, I think if you have tried this, you have probably found that if you're feeling, you know, pessimistic, upset, sad, depressed, angry, uh, you feel like nothing in your life is going well and all this, something like that, if you get in those moods, and if you really throw yourself into giving thanks, if you've ever tried this, uh, it can really change how you feel. It can really change your, your faith. It can change your posture toward God. It can change how readily you can believe that God would do something good. Um, it, it, it impacts a lot of stuff if you just give God thanks for what God has done. And, and sometimes you don't feel like doing that, but if you throw yourself into that very vigorously, it can make a really big difference. Um, and that can feel maybe fake or something because we, what we don't want is to have a, you know, we don't want to promote a devotion to God where, you know, we're all just happy, smiley people who never acknowledge that anything's wrong and we always have to make it seem like we're on top of things. We don't want that to be uh, what we promote here. And I think most of us are done with that kind of approach to faith. But at the same time, um, I, I really think that because God is always good, because God has done so many good things and we have so much reason to give thanks, I think it's actually uh, not artificial to give thanks. I think it's artificial not to. I think that when something is bothering us, making, you know, when someone hurts us or when something is making us afraid or whatever it is, like I find anyways, I tend to get fixated on the one thing that's bugging me. And that's all I can see and that's all I can think about and it feels like nothing's going right because one or two things are not going right. Uh, I think that really there's always a lot of reasons to give God thanks. There's always a lot that we have that we don't see, that we're just not thinking about. And um, I think that giving God praise and thanks is always coming into alignment with reality. It's not phony to do that. It's getting a broader perspective on whatever problem is bothering us, recognizing, oh, but there's all these good things too. Um, I think that... <clears throat> A lot of the time we don't realize what we have at our disposal. It's easy to just see the problems and not see uh, how much we have, how much we've been given, and how capable God is about uh, working with what we have. And if we seek him and if we believe that he will do something good, oftentimes he'll show us. <laughs> He's good at giving us clever ideas of how to solve a problem or address something or how to adjust ourselves uh, in a way that works. Um, and I think that 
it's going to do us a lot of good to get in the habit of recognizing the good things that we have and the good things that God has blessed us with that we take for granted. Because a lot of us, uh, number one, I think all everyone here or nearly everyone here lives in the United States. Uh, for that reason, we are privy to more privilege, you know, just a staggering amount of privilege and benefit and, and, and just access to good things that so many people don't have. Um, even if you live on the street, as some of us do, uh, you probably have more access to more good things than most people currently living. And if you have a house, even more so. And if you have a job, even more so. And if you have a good job, etc. you know, we could go on and on. We have uh, a lot of stuff that is amazing, but if we only see the people around us who also have those benefits, it's easy to take that for granted. Um, as modern people, we have access to a lot of stuff that most people in history haven't. Um, a typical American today probably has a higher standard of living than most of history's kings. You literally, most of us live as kings, um, just objectively. That's crazy, but it's kind of staggering if you think about it. We have quite a lot that, that it's easy to forget about. Um, we have modern medicine, we have modern technology, which can have its drawbacks, but it does a lot of good as well. Uh, we have access to scripture that is beyond the wildest dreams of most people in most of Christianity's history. Uh, in most of history, there was one Bible in one town that was probably chained to the pulpit and only like two guys in town could read it. And it was the most expensive item in the town. Um, and so people learned from like paintings and statues and that's why certain traditions use those a lot. That's all you got. Um, most of us can pull a phone out of our pocket and we have like 100 translations and searchability and we can listen to podcasts and all this stuff and benefit from people all over the world who've devoted their lives to studying scripture. We have amazing access to God's word and it's easy to forget that that's an amazing privilege. Um, as Christians, as people who follow Jesus, those of us who do, uh, we have so much privilege and blessing being in Christ. We get to know God's love for us. We get to be forgiven our sins. We get to look forward to the fullness of his kingdom and participation in that in the future. That's astonishing. And we get to participate in what God is doing in the world, uh, the beginnings of that now. God's project to save the world is underway. He calls us not just to be saved, but to participate in it. And that's an amazing privilege if we pay attention to it. Um, just, we could go on and on. I mean, being... Uh, if we live like kings economically, even more so in Christ, we have royal status. Uh, if you have royal status, that changes how you think about things. If you think of yourself uh, in a poverty mentality that gives, you know, I, I don't want to go into a bunch of details. It changes how you think. If you think of yourself as someone who is secure in Christ, it changes how you think. Um, it does us good to recognize the privileges we have as followers of Jesus and the particular things that God has done in our specific lives. Most of us, I think, are here because God has done good things in our life. That's a good thing to give thanks for. Um, and frankly, I think, you know, we're in a community where people care about each other. I know different people experience that to different degrees. We can get better. We can make that more thoroughly welcoming. But we're a community that tries to be in each other's lives, be a support to each other, be something like a family to each other. A lot of people don't have that and wish they had that. That's another thing we can give God thanks for. And so 
we could go on and on. I think that, actually, I want to encourage you to go on and on. I'd say um, today, or if you have a day off this week or something, I want to challenge you to sit down and spend more time than it feels like you should thinking about all the things you, all the blessings and benefits and privileges you have that other people don't. Make, fill pages up with the stuff. Don't come up with like three. Come up with like as many as you can and then come up with some more until it feels ridiculous. And then give God thanks for all of it. And if you do this, uh, it can actually be uh, a really good thing to have spent some time thinking about those things because then it, if you want to give God some thanks some other time, you've thought you have a list. You can pull out a few things. God, thank you for this, for that, you know. I, I make it, I try to make that a regular practice. I'll go, God, thank you that there are sidewalks where I live. Not everyone has sidewalks. It's actually kind of a big deal. I have hot and cold water. You know, it's, I just, it's stuff that we take for granted, but if you really think about it, it's like, that's amazing. I have so much that I can be thankful for. If we make that a habit, if we make that a lifestyle, it's gonna change how we approach other people. It's gonna change how we feel. It's gonna change our faith and our, our, just our general posture towards God. And I think that ultimately, um, once we become aware of how good we have it, that should make us think, what am I gonna do with the privileges that I have? How am I gonna be a blessing to others as someone who's been blessed? And so, uh, turning to the scriptures for just a moment, if you read Genesis 12, we see God calling Abraham. Uh, and this is sort of the prototype, I think, of what it means to be in relationship with God. And he says, I'm gonna bless you, and I'm gonna make you a blessing to the whole world. I think that is fundamentally what it means to be in relationship with God. We are blessed so that we'll be a blessing to others, and God uses us as a blessing to others. So when we realize how much blessing we have, how much we have to be thankful for, that should prompt the question, what am I going to do with all this amazing blessing and benefit and privilege? How am I going to be uh, who I need, you know, who, do, who is God calling me to be to others as a result of this? And so I want to challenge us also to think about that this week or whatever spend some time really going, okay, is there a way I could be more thoroughly stepping into that um, as someone who's richly, thoroughly blessed? So I think that's all I wanted to say. Uh, I guess I'll say a little prayer, and there'll be a few announcements, and then we'll eat some glorious food, and we can be thankful for that as well. Uh, And I'll just say thank you guys. You're awesome, and I love having this community in my life, so thanks. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So I'll say, I'll say a quick prayer. God, um, thank you for all the amazing things that you do, including, um, for goodness sake, sending your son to lay down his life for our sins, revealing yourself to us, letting us participate in what you're doing and what you're bringing about. Uh, you're amazing and wonderful and worthy of far more praise than we can offer and far more thanks than we can give. Um, help us to really open our eyes to all the good that is going on. Help us to not get too thoroughly fixated on the bad things and the problems and the lack that we have. Help us to make thanksgiving and praise a lifestyle and help us to see where we can be a blessing to others as blessed people. Father, thank you. Amen.